0: Hey there, top fan rivalries uh, followers, and happy Monday to you! As this airs on Monday morning, uh, hope you guys are having a great drive to work or wherever you're watching this. Hope you're enjoying it. I've got a returning face to the clubhouse, one that's going to talk a little bit about the American League East, a team that we've talked about before. So, John, how are you doing? Welcome back in the clubhouse, my friend.
1: I I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me back. It's been a it's been a very long time. I'm very very excited to get it started on this monday morning so we're good to go hey
0: i'm excited to have you so thank you so much for for being willing to be on um and i'm looking forward to talking about this stuff so first couple of days of the season what do you think What, what do you think about your
1: race uh i love it this is this is usually i'm like cautiously optimistic at best very sorely pessimistic at worst i this is the most optimistic i've felt since i was in elementary school like before i learned about cynicism And how bad my own sports teams are. This is the best I've felt about the Rays. I feel, I feel fantastic. Like there, there is star power in this lineup. We, this rotation can go against anybody. They're going to be good despite employing, you know, mailmen and plumbers. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be effective whether you realize it or not, because it's just how the Rays play baseball. Um, the, uh, the season as a whole is really cool. I like the increase in steals. I like seeing the small ball around the league. I, I'm, I like some of the changes that have come to us over the offseason so far.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. Where do you think your strong points are? Where do you think your, your weak points are? Where do you think your weaknesses are at? I
1: think, I mean, I would say the weaknesses at this point is slugging. I think I think like I said the um the 1 through 5, 1 through 7, 1 through 8 for our rotation will go against anybody at any point this season. I feel so good about that. The bullpen will be fine. The 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 lineup as a whole is well put together. We have the same as always, we have our platoons. We don't have guys that have carved out roles for the most part. There's only a handful of guys that are going to stick at their position every single day. But but with that platoon, there's a bit of redundancy. There's a lot of guys that do sort of the same thing. Um, We're 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 not going to strike out a ton. We uh, like Yandy Diaz has I think the seventh lowest chase rate in the league last year. That is the theme is sort of carried through the lineup. We're not going to chase a lot. We're also not going to elevate them. A lot of singles, a lot of low launch angles, and a lot of small ball played by the Rays this year. There there will be home runs, especially if like. Guys like Brandon Lau can get back to form and Wander Franco can recognize his potential. But as a whole, I don't think we'll be near the top of the American League in home runs, if I had to guess. Okay,
0: that's, uh, you know, that may not be a bad thing because everybody's trying to hit the five-run home run right now, it feels mm-hmm. like. And so that may not be a bad thing for you guys. Take that and run with it, my friend.
1: So the the Rays have sort of made their mark as being ahead of the curve since 2008, since the Rays stopped being the devil Rays. And I I think part of that being ahead of the curve is with the shift coming down, putting the ball in play is more fruitful than it has ever been Yeah. with, with like, I I went to opening day. It was my first opening day ever. And there were back-to-back hits up the middle that would have been right into the, uh, what would be a third baseman there if there was the shift last year and that it was back-to-back RBI singles. Like the, the Rays are going to command the zone as hitters. They're not going to chase and they're going to put the ball in play as well as any team will. And I think putting the ball in play is a recipe for success with the new rules.
0: I like it. I like it. Like I said, it's that small ball mentality, not trying to hit the five run one run. You're good to go there. So I like that.
1: It's, it's tough to have that small ball mentality, too. You can't, mean, this is not to knock the big spenders, because the Rays are clearly not that, but it's, it's tough to ask a guy in the Yankees lineup to bunt, unless you're like the eight or nine hitter. Like, could you, could you imagine telling Josh Donaldson to lay down a bunt? No hate to Josh Donaldson, but he's a, he's a grizzled veteran at this point. He wants to go, and he wants to swing for the fences, and who can blame him? but it's not always the best thing for your team in that situation. So it's, it's tough to have the level of buy-in needed to play like true small ball. I think the race have.
0: Okay. So that being said, who do you, honestly, who do you think needs to have a, a stellar season or a good season really for the race to be successful? What, who does it need to be?
1: Uh, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told you last year and it's even more important this year it's it's Wander Franco he is it it the season does not ride on him as much as i feel like it did last year he is not the entire offense he is not the hope and savior of the franchise that we thought he was going to be last year because there's less pressure on him there is still there's there's more pieces in the lineup more guys have grown the pitching staff is somehow better than it was last year but wander looks healthy and he ran last year he he's been fantastic at the plate i think he has an rbi and a double in all three games so far this year he's he's been great so if if we take a guy that was hurt last year and played half the games and still averaged two and a half war or still had two and a half war and you let him be healthy and play every day at shortstop the sky is the limit that's six seven eight that's the best shortstop in the american league potentially like there's That is a real possibility. And having a guy like that on the Rays, who we've sorely lacked for so long, like a a face of the franchise, perennial all-star, all-star starter type guy, that would be immense to have, not just for team success, but team morale, to have a guy getting us in the national spotlight, a guy getting us talked about. Because everything you hear about the Rays is very surface level from the media. Just, you know, the Rays will be good and we don't really understand why. Having a guy like Wander Franco sort of be electric and draw eyes to the on-field product is huge for the success of the Rays this year and for the next, what, 11, 12, 13 years. To that mega contract life in the franchise. And I think he will be the one to bring it
0: optimistically. I agree. I agree. I, I listen in order for you guys to win, you guys are going to have that breakout, breakout uh, breakout seasons by of guys course. like it's so So tell me, you just led me into my 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 Mm -hmm. question of all questions. Tell me where you think you're gonna fall in the in the American League East this year, and tell me why.
1: So here, this is the part where the cautious optimism sets in. I, I feel good. I feel good about second. I think I think we are one of the more talented teams. I think talent wise, the Orioles are one of the most talented teams in baseball in two years. I think the Blue Jays are immensely talented. And then I think the Yankees have a consensus top two, top three guy in baseball. Uh, and then Boston, I, I, I feel good about Boston being last. No offense to Boston. But I think, I think if we're second, it's either the Blue Jays or Yankees in first. Um, but like true, true predictions for the A-L East, it's tough because we don't play the division as much as we used to. With, with the way baseball did the schedule this year, it got easier for all f- or for all five teams in the division because we're going to cannibalize less. We're we're going to go. Both of us are, and it's going to be tough. There, there is a reality where every team in this division has 80 plus wins. Like it, is, it is, possible. There, like, but conversely, there is, like, it has Yankee collapse written all over this season. You give Judge the mega extension that he comes off. The, the record-breaking season, you go and you sign Rodon, and he opens up the season on the IL. You bring up Volpe, and then there's still jostling for the, for the shortstop position. There's still talks about letting IKF play. you gotta, you got to let the other young guys play at shortstop. All of these things have like – and it's unfortunate because I don't, I don't like rooting against teams. I like rooting for my team, but it has Yankee collapse written all over it. It's just something the Yankees do. And you do you do hate to see it. I have friends that are Yankees fans. I don't like seeing them miserable. You you gotta feel bad at a certain point. But it's just something they do. It just it sometimes it just doesn't more often than it should.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I so here's here's what I agree with. It's unique with you playing all other twenty nine teams. Mm -hmm. It's very unique because, and no disrespect to these teams that are going to be in rebuilding mode, but you play. You're going to play teams like the Marlins more. You're going to play teams like the um, uh, Diamondbacks who looked good this weekend against the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. but are they going to hold that? Uh, They're going to play the Pirates. You're going to play the Cubs. You're going to play the some of the teams that are exactly absolutely rebuilding. Which you wouldn't have normally played, mm-hmm. right? The the nationals, right? So, I mean, for you guys, I mean, it's a benefit. But the Yankees, the Red Sox, exactly, the, exactly. Uh, you know, the the Orioles. You know, they also do. They're that. so scary. They're and so, scary. so, so yeah, it's, it's it is. I you know it it's going to make for fun baseball. And oh yeah, baseball peers to me says, yeah. Now we want the National sure. League to play National League, the American League to play the American League, but it's going to be fun when right. being you know being a Dodger fan, for example, if it's the dog days of summer, we need a couple of wins, and we're going to go into to play the Detroit Tigers, who we normally right. wouldn't play and again. No disrespect to the Tigers, but hey, if we've got six games with them in in a week and a half, that could help a lot.
1: I mean, we're in sole possession of first place, and it's. You know, largely because we opened the season with the Tigers at home. No, once again, no disrespect to the Tigers. Love Miguel Cabrera, love the Tigers, and every Tigers fan I've met, but they're realistically a hundred loss team this year. Yeah. So, so to open the season with them at home, I think the run differential was like 22 to three this series. So it's, it's huge to start your season off on the right foot, but you also got to take it with a grain of salt because the, all gonna play the tigers this year too. So it we took we took the games we could get, we controlled what we could control. And then we just have to hope the tigers fight back against everybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm again I love your approach to it. I love your your view as being cautiously optimistic. mm -hmm. I mean to me that says everything everything to everything. Okay. And and I like that approach. So um yeah. So I'm 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 excited your division's the only division in baseball I think where all five teams in that division could be playoff contenders and will be over 500. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the it's, Orioles it's, will do that, I think the Red Sox will do that, I think you guys will do that, mm-hmm. the Yankees as well and obviously the the Blue Jays.
1: Well, it, it's unfortunate that we're going to spend the whole season as a meat grinder just for whoever Whoever gets through it to lose in the uh, championship series to the Astros, that's that's the real unfortunate part. Is that the Astros? The Astros are going to the World Series again. That's, that's, that's you will make of the matter. some of
0: my Astro fans very very happy for saying that. It's,
1: it's realism. Jordan Alvarez is so good. Altuve. It's 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 so unfortunate. I wish, besides Altuve, I wish Astros players were less likable but they're not. They're just they're it's a fine team who did a bad thing a couple of years ago and I have to stay mad over it. So.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> so where did Jordan Alvarez come from by the way?
1: Oh, he was he was traded for a minor league pitcher out of the uh, Dodgers organization if i'm not mistaken. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's right.
1: Sorry, right. At yep. least you didn't at least you didn't trade the, the White Sox traded away Tatis to get to bring in James Shields from the Padres. I
0: know. Exactly.
1: That, that one, that's awful.
0: That one's still going to hurt Padre fans for years and years and oh, years. Oh, forever. Now. Forever. Agreed. Agreed. Well, my friend, I think we've covered – I'm looking forward to – we're going to have to do a mid-season uh, report card with you. I would love um, to. And, you know, see where we're at, and we'll do an end mm-hmm. of the season. We missed you on the predictions, but we'll get you on with a couple more guys soon. I just, I love your cautious optimism and I love your breakdown of the race. So I'm getting from people all the time, John, and it's unique. I'm getting people all the time that are telling me, hey, I never really liked this team, but I listened to your podcast and that dude or that guy's, or, you know, that Mm -hmm. gal's really cool. Oh, That's awesome. So, I mean... It's getting heard all over the country, my friend, and I love the way that you, you fan with the Rays. So. Of
1: course. If, if anybody is listening to this and they're undecided about their team and they're considering being a Rays fan, I, I recommend it. As somebody who would recommend against rooting for any of the other teams I root for, because I, I love rooting for losing teams. I really do. But the Rays are one that will actually not hurt you. The Rays, the Rays will always perform better than you expect on paper, it's just what we do. So if you are looking for a team and you don't want to root for, you know, a big money team, the Rays are where to go. The, the Rays are the best of the poor teams. I feel pretty good about that statement. <laughs> so, and the there only way go. to go is up. So there we've you. never won a championship. So if you start rooting for the Rays today.
0: There you go. There you go. I love it. Well, John, we'll get you on again soon. Stick around for a second. And for you top fan rivalry followers that are listening to this, this is John um, right now. He doesn't currently have social media, but we'll make sure that you know who he is. If you want to reach out or, mm-hmm. or something to that effect. And we've got a couple of things that top fan rivalry is going to possibly get him to do. So you might see a little bit more of him sometime soon. Um, for those of you though, watch this. We had two phenomenal watch parties this week in Anaheim, California, and in Fountain Valley, we have, three that are already scheduled coming up on a fourth. So pay attention to the website. We're going to have one in San Diego for a Dodgers Padres series coming up. We're going to have one in Houston when the battle for Texas, when it's uh, the Rangers versus the um, Astros. We're going to have one in Atlanta when it's Atlanta versus Philly. We're going to have one in Boston when it is the Red Sox against the Yankees in Boston, but they're going to be playing in the Bronx so, we have watch parties all over the place. Maybe we'll get down to Florida this year and do a watch party with John. So, um, but take a look at the websites and, and check it out there and uh, be prepared for some exciting stuff to come up. So, John, I appreciate you, my friend. And we'll do this again soon. Yeah.
1: Of course. Sounds all good. Right. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Always. You're always welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah.